welcome everyone, it's All You Can Geek News uh, Gamecast. Whoa, she's episode 661. <laughs> I had it all queued up, I knew what I was doing, and that's stuff. I'm one of your host, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ahoy! And Tony Kokonakis. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome listeners and viewers to 661 of the Gamecast. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, we are live on Twitch starting Tuesday night's... 8 o'clock, we do the movie cast, do the game cast. So we got some spoiler casts, some short. Some point soon, uh, we'll, we'll all see something together or see something at the same time or play a game. Uh, the game is harder, but uh, we usually do movies and stuff. But if you miss these live streams, we're on YouTube. Feels easier day, to me. <laughs> well, that we all play the same game. Yeah, I think that's more possible. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so at the same time, I don't think so. But yeah, so. More or less. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Uh, Gamecast, <laughs> once again, if you don't see us live on Twitch or on YouTube, audio available on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, so subscribe to anything you listen to us or watch us on, and we appreciate it, guys. Let's get this Gamecast started off with some conversation mm-hmm. pieces. So, uh, yeah, guys. Um, I, my, my week has just been Baldur's Gate again. Uh, mm-hmm. Not entirely. I did play some more Hogwarts Legacy, uh, but not much. Just doing. I'm actually doing side quests in that. I'm not really advancing the story because I I'm kind of every time I pick it up, I'm like, I haven't played this in a while, so I got to remember how to do it. But so that's that's been playing that. But Baldur's Gate three uh, has been. I'm in Act two, so I'm I'm much further than I was before, uh, and like level five. I think the cap in the game is twelve, actually. So the guys don't really you know, know where I'm at. Actually, I think I just I'm close to level six at this point because I just finished the fight, and I'm very close to leveling up. But so uh yeah guys game is fantastic still um it is like i'm playing on the easiest difficulty and it is fucking fucking hard it is difficult this game like i don't know how it's like there are fights where like crowd control is i don't know how you do it um i will give you guys two stories if you guys want if you want to hear two of my stories i don't know is that well, let's start with sure. one, and then okay. So <laughs> my one story from my one story was uh, back with uh, in the Act One. Uh, I had finally moved into this goblin camp and was rescuing. I decided I'm going to rescue this druid, um, who was apparently from the old camp. Remember the camp I talked about last week, where I accidentally well, I didn't slaughter any Emerald Grove. Yeah, the Emerald Grove. Uh, the camp slaughtered R. themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 slaughtered themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I found the druid in the dungeons and he says, uh, I never got the quest to find him, by the way. Uh, I just heard talk of him because I, everybody was dead. That would give me that quest. Um, so anyways, he tells me that he needs to get back to Emerald Grove because he's afraid something terrible is about to happen. And, uh, Ooh, uh, that, that feeling I got in the game. I'm like, um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I told him like, man, yeah, it's, you want to get back there as fast as possible. It doesn't sound too good over there. <laughs> Um, that's why we responded to him in the, in the conversation chats. Uh, but it, it, the game has skirted past the slaughter a little bit. Um, because a couple people that I, I don't remember saving in that grove because everybody's dead and have popped up a little bit in act two. They're like, Oh, you saved our lives in Emerald Grove. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, it is tieflings. So there are no druids left. Um, but uh man oh. i will say that i i ended up um i ended up killing i guess what was going to be a recruitable character and i just slaughtered her in this mm. uh, who was it mirth mirthina mirth yeah 
like she was in the goblin camp and she was trying to give me a quest. And I decided that I was going to rescue the druid. And in order to get the druid past her, I had to kill her. That's how I saw <laughs> it. So, you know, I did it. <laughs> uh, so that I saw Jesus her. Christ, dude. Um, sometimes you, it's, it, it's, I have to get the idea of the game, just no spoilers, is trying to get something out of your body that's killing you. And I'm like, I'm playing this character. Like, I don't know this world very well. I basically got thrown in here, but I want to live. So, you know, you guys, if I can help you on my way, that's cool. But if you're in my way, that's not cool. And that's where everything goes to hell. Like, um, they, they talk about save, is it save scumming or scrubbing or scrubbing or whatever you call it? Yeah, scumming. I have done that a few times on rolls. And I had to just recently, by the way, do that on another fight um, in Act 2. I failed to save a character who apparently saved, like, really is um, helps the town. I failed to save her. She she gets, I guess, taken. And it's a, it's a mission. You're supposed to be able to save her. And basically without her there, the entire town turns into like undead. And you have to kill everybody. So I was basically slaughtering the whole town. I'm like halfway through the fight. And I'm like, I I don't know if I should be doing this again. Like, I, this is me <laughs> killing them this time. Like, I didn't incite this riot. So I'm like, I think I got to try to save this person. So I, I reloaded and I focused, I didn't, I ended up not killing the town. I did save her. Um, and, uh, I even broke the game a little bit. So I successfully rolled. I pushed the flaming fist. Mar- Marcus, his name is I, f- I successfully pushed him off the balcony and he got stuck down in like a mountain ledge and I just slaughtered him from there. Um, so, but, uh, it was a tough fight. That was a very tough fight. So I don't know. It was, it was a great, um, there, there's the judgment calls in this game are usually like, from what I'm seeing, like it, it's it's impressive how like the game can adjust to what you call. Um, like they have it, it kind of keeps the same story going, I guess, from what I'm seeing online from people. But it does give you your own variation of what they have to continue the story with because you you either killed somebody or you know just failed your wisdom role and you can't understand what's happening so they have to kind of explain it to you a different way they're they're like a dungeon master like anybody's ever played dnd um when you screw up if, if you have a good dungeon master they're usually like okay let's try try rolling this d4 or d6 or whatever it is and you know you roll that and okay okay let's let's try this way you know they try to help you out a little bit and that's kind of what the game does a little it's like okay you screwed this up but let's see if we can kind of get you guided on your path anyways. Um, mm. So, but uh, I just wonder now afterwards, if I had slaughtered the whole town, what would have happened with my story going forward? So, cause like, there's like some protection things you need in the second act. Like you can't walk around in this universe without a protection and there would have been no way to get it. So I'm like, I don't know how they would have stopped me on this one. Uh, so there was a lot of people to kill. So I don't know if I could have killed them all, but I was doing a pretty good job of it. <laughs> So, but the game is a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. Oh, um, it sounds like you're having a great time just yeah, kind of yeah. messing around, ensuing chaos and yeah. seeing what happens. So that's, that's great. Like we talked yeah, about mean, before is, you know, getting the opportunity to just kind of do what you want in a game and have that sandbox to just yeah freedom yeah. to kind of just do whatever is nice sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to like, I'm going to get through this game. Um, I'm trying to focus more on accomplishing the story, like from the journal, like the main missions. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I do have Starfield on the horizon, which I do want to play, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm going to try to finish this one up next week. So we'll see. 
Uh, I think I can, but I think there's only three acts and I'm like, I think I've got to be midway through act two already. So um, I heard the third listen. act was the longest. Really? Act two seems like it's uh, a pain in the ass with the lighting thing. I have to keep it, keep attention off, but the enemies are easier. They, they get, mm. I like crit them quite often. So, but anyway, so that, that's it for me really uh, playing just that. So Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. Uh, more Octopath Travel 2. That's great. Um, what I really enjoy about that is, um, so the eight characters, e- each of the eight characters has their own story bit and, those are divided up into chapters. So what I've really appreciated about this game doing is that each chapter is generally, I would say like an hour-ish, you know, give or take some time mm-hmm. if you're like branching out to do like exploration and like item hunting, et cetera, et cetera. But like, it's pretty easy to be like, oh, you know, like I'm generally this far on this character's story and stuff like that, rather than just be like, ah, I have no idea what's going on. Just could get lost in like some cutscenes or some dungeon or whatever. And it's just be like, okay, you know, I'll do like two chapters tonight or something like that. And then kind of, you could just pace yourself. It's like a nice bite sized session. Like even if you're doing one chapter a night, you, you will eventually, you know, complete them all rather than just like, there are times in like, Final Fantasy, I'm like, bro, this chapter is so fucking long. When's it going to end? And it's like, <laughs> you know, cutscene and a cutscene into a fight mm-hmm. into second phase of fight. It's like, holy shit. Like I should have just stopped, you know, like 45 <laughs> minutes. I should just stop. Uh, so did that, and the other big thing that I've been doing this past week is Phasmophobia had their big oh, uh, revamp slash nice. update, which really changed up a lot of things uh, because it's coming to consoles this month, uh, and I really mm. encourage you guys to check it out, especially if it might be on I have it on I Steam. <laughs> oh, you have it on, on Steam? Have I've, you played I've, it? I've, I've had it for like a year. Have you played it? I've, I've not played it yet because I, I launched it once, and then oh, I was like, goodness, I don't know cool. what I'm doing. So, oh my goodness, you need to you need to load that up uh, because that is a that is a ride of a game. Uh, yeah, no, I, I you keep t- saying so. I'll have to, yeah, we'll have to do it sometime. Oh my goodness! Like, uh, so the new update, what it does is it they got rid of the old leveling system, which was there from launch to you know August whatever twenty seventh or or seventeenth or whatever the freaking day this the uh, patch update was. So everyone got reset back to level one, which is kind of a hard pill to swallow, but they offset it by giving you like a little badge that appears on your character that shows shows your highest level that you got on the old system. So it's kind of like mm. a badge of honor or whatever like that. And people are happy. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but the downside is that everybody's progression also got fucked. And progression in this game uh, is a little weird because basically uh, what they did was Every piece of equipment now has three different tiers. So it's like base level, upgrade one, and then upgrade two. And the base items fucking suck. Like, so bad in this game. And most of them have existed before, but, like, some of them are new. So, like, uh, for example, Crucifix, which is something that prevents a ghost from violently hunting and potentially killing somebody. By default, it used to have two charges. That's the mid-level now. So the base level, which you start out with, only has one charge. So you're just like, oh, like I can only prevent like up to two hunts a map because you can only bring two with you. Uh, so getting used to level one equipment was kind of a pain in the ass because you're like, wait, this absolutely just completely sucks right now. Uh, another example is like you used to have a lighter to light like candles or other options mm-hmm. like that. That's the mid-level again. And the early base level is matches, which you can run out of. It's just like, oh my god, like 
what are you doing to us? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, game is pretty great. Uh, they revamped uh, little things with the uh, ghosts and stuff like that. Uh, so everybody's been scrambling to level up so we don't have to deal with the uh, early game bullshit, uh, which has led to a lot of deaths and a lot of, uh, you know, just, oh, that doesn't work anymore like the way it used to because people are just like, oh, that means this. And it's like, no, that doesn't mean that anymore. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's old information uh, and stuff. But yeah, been enjoying that. And uh, as we approach Halloween, I'm sure yeah, be playing a lot more. Cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. All right, uh, Mike. I've been playing... On Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, wow, it is nice. Yeah. Um. So I was able to get it from my brother, who did finish the main game, and I've been liking it enough. I like it. Um. It's funny. I don't know if I would like Breath of the Wild because <clears throat> the building stuff is definitely my favorite part of this game. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Then. Mm. Uh. But no, it's fun. I I I like playing. My favorite shrine so far is like basically play baseball with that's the thing you build. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a little bit of the things I don't like about Zelda that you know get to me here and there. The general pace feels a little tedious as usual, as it tends to with Zelda. Um, and I don't really know or understand a lot about the characters or what's going on. It's just like everyone has silly names and act silly and stuff like that but um i've done the wind temple so far and wow i'm surprised you got that far already Jeez. there you go no i mean i'm putting time in because as i'm playing this i'm thinking about starfield i'm like i want to g- play this and be <laughs> done yeah by September we're all 6th. rushing yeah no yeah um but no I, I like it enough it's the first I mean, I've only tried maybe three Zelda games. This is the first one I've stuck with, and I'm going to probably see it through to the end. It's um. How was that nice. climb? How was the ascent what? to the Wind Temple? Did you like that one? What's that? The ascent to the temple, the wind. Oh, getting there, all that stuff with the cold the area. Height? And... I don't know. The height was awesome. I love to keep climbing and climbing. I thought that was awesome. It was impressive. It was. It was all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just found that really impressive. I don't know. No, I did too. It was like, how, wait, we're still going high. Like, oh shit, I'm still going up. Jesus, that's why I kept doing. Yeah, it, so. I mean, it was. I, I, I was sort of like, all right, are we there yet? A little bit, but um, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's cool what the game does. Um, the the one moment that got me the most lately is really discovering those spike items for the first time. The ones that like can stick in anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, these are these are a game changer if they're around. <laughs> yeah. But uh so that's no, fun. Uh and I like most of the shrines I've done except for the ones that take your shit away. Those are kind of annoying. <laughs> um Yeah, no, those are one of the mean things where it's like, you know, like people will be like, My face when I enter a shrine, and then my face when I enter a shrine and I see all my my like leak is naked. It's like, oh no. Yeah, I uh, I just cheesed one sort of. Um, it's called like the flow or something, where it's all mm-hmm. you just like have sticks and there's like robots that like shoot elemental stuff at you. And I just they're on boats, so I just like yeah, knock them off or something. I just use the hand to pull the boats to the really? side so they fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. That seems to be the best way to go. I don't think that was intended, but it works. No, that's uh, the whole point. Do what like you have me. to do to work. Make it work, man. There's a, many of those yeah. I I finish where I'm like, oh, well, that worked. Okay. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, no, uh, so it's it's interesting. I'm I still 
I'm still at the point. Uh, I've obviously put a bit of time in uh, where I don't really know the value of all of the items. There's so many different items, and I don't really know what I want to keep for what things or purpose or what I want to sell. So I'm a little, nope. I'm a little bit confused there. But um, if, if it comes to like using weapons up for certain fights, I mean, don't fixate on that aspect of things. No, no, no. Can... That's not. That's not even what I mean. I mean, like you know. Like, I have a ruby, it's expensive, do I want to use that to build something, or do I just sell it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. Um, it's a fine thing, line. Yeah, yeah it, it really depends, like, I would say, uh, it depends on what your priorities are, like, so all those gems are, you know, valuables and stuff like that, and I think there's, like, one or two places where you can trade them for, like, certain items, but otherwise, if there's, like, armor that you're seeing around... Um, I would just sell them because you want to form more, mm. uh, right? It's about progressing, you know, your your link to be more powerful. And generally, yeah. the way you do that is upgrading your armor. I don't know if you've got even gotten to the point where you can upgrade your armor, like not just get it, but like like upgrade more. Yeah, no, I never have. I haven't done that yet. Um, yeah, there's stuff to do. Obviously, it is it is weird to me. I know that Zelda's never had this. It's just weird playing this type of game when there's no XP, like. It's like I do a quest and then like I just get whatever the they give me when I do the side quest. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> that's all I get out of this. All right, whatever. But um, I I I'm I imagine Zelda fans would revolt if they switched to an XP system. So whatever. yeah, probably. It's just, uh, the quests are yeah. yeah yeah like like Jim said like those are your you know RPG mechanics where it's like you're either increasing your defense or you're increasing your Capability of you know doing stuff, right stamina stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've done two staminas and mostly hearts so far, but yep. Yeah. Um, and you, there's a place in the game where you can exchange it. You can go back and forth to like tweak it if if you wanted to. I forget. Is that um the guy underground who like steals yeah. your heart and then gives it back? I think this... that's it. I think that's it. I I didn't He's... use him in this game. I'm afraid of him. I'm, I feel like <laughs> no, I, no, I feel I like, it. I like it's a trap or something. But uh, also, I'm like, oh, is this how you turn rupees into hearts? Like, that's yeah. that sounds like what he's offering. Yeah, but yeah. he stole my heart, but he gave it back. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But yeah, no, it, it's there's a lot to this game, obviously, and um, mm -hmm. well, I'm I'm glad I finally yeah. jumped on this bandwagon like five months late. But whatever, well, it's, yeah, it's better than yeah, whatever. I mean. Can't play everything at release and stuff like that. Um, yep. The other thing I would say is, uh, what was it? Um, rubies really are like it, it's crazy to sound because like in old Zelda games, like once you reach a certain point, like rubies are absolutely useless. You're just like whatever, <laughs> like I don't need this shit. And Breath of the Wild, and this one I would say to a higher degree, actually, like you are gated by rubies. Like there are times I'm like, fuck, I gotta farm so many rubies for this right now, this upgrade. I saw, I saw, <laughs> um, early on, I, you, like, a cold-resistant, uh, yeah. like, set, it's, like, a thousand, and I'm mm. like, a thousand? Yeah, I haven't yeah, exactly. seen, like, like, no more than 50 <laughs> at once at this point. I'm like, god damn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's, that's one of the big things, um, and then, the other thing I would recommend is uh, just a general tip. Uh, when you pick up like fruit or vegetables, stuff like that, there'll mm -hmm. be two types of items. I think it's either like um, hardy radishes 
or okay. hearty truffles, right? If you read the description, um, it says something about like giving you extra hearts or whatever like that. Um, what those right. will do is those will give you yellow hearts if you haven't used them already. Uh, where it's like it'll refill. Like if you if your max hearts is like six, it'll fill six, but then you get one a seventh one that's yellow, which means it's just a temporary heart. So like once you take damage, it takes away from the yellow first, and then it won't let you refill that yellow. Then you just have your rest of your thing. But the nice thing about that is you can kind of cheese the game a little bit with saying, like, if you're at one heart and you eat an item that gives you health replenish plus an extra heart, it refills your entire thing. So just a little way to make your thing go. All right. Yeah, because I've been avoiding most of the big enemies still because a lot of them (laughs) seem like they can one hit hit you. Yeah, yeah. They do. I have like seven or eight hearts right now, and it doesn't matter. I I think eight's the line where you can take a good hit. Eights, I think about where you can start taking that hit. And I think okay. uh, there's there's things where I'm literally like left with half a heart when I get hit. Now I'm like those rock guy things. Oh yeah, the towers. Hit, yeah, they're. I will. Bullshit. I mean, I could give you the. I don't know if Tony gave you the advice while I was out. Uh, the same advice he gave me, real quick, is you can upgrade your armor. That's all. Yeah, I don't know that's how yet. I, I have to yes, find. That's yeah. all I'll say. That was a big help to me when Tony said that on mm-hmm. the podcast. I, I went and found the way to do it in the game, and that helps. So. Yeah, there's like a quest. There's that a quest talks line. about it's a long traveling one. musician yeah. group or something like that, but it's a oh, long quest line. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the one you want. I would that's start that to. absolutely. I, I mean, I have a lot of started quests that I forgot nope, about uh, already. That's that oh, that's, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention about the quest. So, like the quests in these Zelda games, it's generally not to like progress your character too much, right? It's more of like a fun slash flavor, but also kind of like. They'll be like, oh, I need you to go find whatever, right? And the journey to find whatever mm-hmm. will actually lead you to, you know, one or two other landmarks. They're like, oh, wait, there's something else cool in this area. There's probably a shrine in that area and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, you know, a breadcrumb to something else and stuff like that. So right. is it, if you're looking for like a tangible reward, yeah, you're, you're usually just going to get rubies or a handful of items or something like that. Good. All right. All right. Uh, Corey? Anything yeah, uh, I've just been playing a lot of poker recently. So Ooh, poker, jeez, life poker, old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been addicted in person, <laughs> mostly in person. Yep. Oh so, shit! Yeah, right by you making uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not losing money. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Is it like hold'em or or like yeah, five Texas cards? Hold'em. 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 Yeah, everyone, everyone does hold'em now. Yeah, I, you'll yeah. do one, two tables, and it's like. People just throw money at things that don't like. I lost three hands in a row because the guy was just chasing for stuff until the end. So I was like, "Oh, what is he doing?" <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, fun. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. All right. All right. Poker is one news. of my favorite video game uh, games. Yeah. To cheat when they give you a cheating option for poker, like <laughs> like in Red Dead or even the the Yakuza games. Uh, mm-hmm. It's always fun. Just having an extra card actually is interesting. How much you can cheat. Just like like having a yeah. card. Don't do that in real life. No, you yeah. get shot. Yeah. Just like in Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in Red Dead. Yep. So, all right. Let's go to some news, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Embracer, the Embracer Group, who owns oh. a bunch of studios, uh, will yeah. cancel games and close more studios to save costs. Yeah. It's insane so because, like, for the past year, we have been talking consistently. Like every so often, about like they would just acquire some new developer or yeah. something like that. We're just yeah. like, what the fuck, like. Like, who are these guys? Why are they doing this? Yeah, and yeah. why do they have everything? Yeah, they yeah. have a big um, chunk of the board game space, too. 
Did they? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh. Wow. Um, they, they embrace her. They just, it seems like an evil entity. Yeah. You know what's crazy though is like, I mean, they're buying like, what they have subsidi- subsidiaries are Crystal Dynamics, THQ Nordic, IDOS, Montreal. I mean, these these guys were like financially in shambles when they bought them too. Um, yeah. So you're not acquiring a very strong. Uh, yeah, but they're, getting them, they're getting deals. That's yeah, why but, they're doing it. But you're not helping your, you're not helping it by, you know, you're not helping yourself by getting a profitable company that can help you with your buying IP. Uh, is, is if I feel like this company is run by AI, like it doesn't matter. Like it's <laughs> just whatever. Maybe. So, but they are going to be shutting be honest, down. They've been, they've been buying for profitability. They're buying for the IPs. Yeah, but they're not doing anything. So, but they're supposedly, but not anymore. Yeah, so they're shutting down. They're canceling mm-hmm. games and closing studios to save costs. Yep. So, what's going to happen to all these people in these studios? This is why acquisitions are bad. Yeah. And yep. one of the biggest like board gaming publisher game uh, companies, uh, Embracer, bought them as well. So it's like, yeah, what are they doing? This is like all this buy buy. They're buy. writing checks they cannot cash. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about um, more more canceled things. I mean, Ubisoft canceled the Immortals uh, sequel. Uh, was meant to be a mix of Elden Ring and Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Uh, so that's another project that got canceled. That was like a very popular like game that came out because it kind of gave people that Zelda fix back in the day, right? Didn't it? The Immortals mm-hmm. game wasn't that what that was? That was like a Breath kind of the Wild clone. Yeah, Breath of the Wild clone. Yeah, it was Phoenix sure Rising. Sure it was was also. This is Wind Waker. It says Wind Waker? Tweet. Yeah, on this tweet. Phoenix oh, Rising was like the Breath of the Wild clone also. I don't know what Immortals yeah. so. Wasn't it Immortals Phoenix Rising? Was it the full game? Yeah. Oh, is that what the yeah, was that's that it. Yeah. 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 I thought you were calling two different games. Definitely Breath of the Wild style. It just... The same cover. The game is the theoretical one that never came out. It had great promise, and a sequel could have done pretty well, I feel like, but it got canceled. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't that's, know what, how that's what our current mantra is. Did. Fuck Ubisoft. Well, mm. let's tie this together then with the other Ubisoft news. Uh, Microsoft is selling off its cloud gaming rights for Activision Blizzard to Ubisoft in a bid for UK approval of its deal for Activision Blizzard. Uh, so that's their that's their workaround to give somebody else the rights for cloud gaming for where those games like, could end up. It's like they're not afraid of Ubisoft. No, I guess not. I was talking about it today, but all it's those like, buy Ubisoft later on. So that's what I was thinking. Like, what's going to prevent them from just buying Ubisoft, who's financially not great as it is? Right? They were looking to sell as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ubisoft's going to get the rights to. Act, this is like all contingent upon a UK approval for the Activision. Yeah, so it's got to go back to the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's how Microsoft plans on working around that, and it, it kind of shocks me that they're going to give that up um, because I felt like, for me, I felt like their big move was to. In, enhance obviously it's 68 billion dollars so just to enhance game pass is a little crazy but i feel like that's a big part of this right no you don't think so it's just getting the ips absolutely i mean i think it's getting to the subscription model with those ips i feel like that's what i'm that's they're never gonna make money off of that dude the the reason they bought that they they actually wanted king right they wanted king because king is the most profitable division of activision well Maybe tied with with Call of Duty. I haven't looked at the numbers in a while. Yeah, uh, but King is is definitely the most bang for your buck return on reward. I mean, Call of Duty is an expensive no. title. 
yeah. you know, fucking king. They just release whatever the fuck they want. Dude, and I was games. playing poker, and the guy next to me was playing Candy Crush on his phone while I was exactly, playing. Exactly what I'm saying, right? Wow. So the whole thing, like, honestly, and, like, I mean, yeah, at some point, you know, maybe third or fourth or fifth on the list is, like, hey, cool, Game Pass catalog, whatever, and stuff like that. But uh, mm. I don't know. I, you know, it, we've talked a lot about lately on the move movie cast with all these yeah. subscription price uh, models uh, services mean? increasing yeah. prices. Uh, you know, because they they want to pivot towards profitability, and that's absolutely what's happening with Game Pass. With you know all the oh. things they've done in in the past couple months from increasing prices to reducing the free trial to fourteen days instead of a full month. Um, there's no family plan coming anymore or whatever. They you know just. Quietly did mm-hmm. that and stuff like that. Oh, they did quietly do that one, didn't they? Damn yeah, it. they did. They they just yeah. want to they want to pivot towards profitability because it's not growing, right? They're out of the growth phase. They've 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 missed their targets like two years in a row, right? After the pandemic, we've we talked about it in whenever it came up in the Microsoft mm-hmm. uh, investor relations thing. So they realized that you know whatever Xboxes they sell, which is I think around fifty to sixty million, right? Based on Xbox One and now you know the projections from Xbox Series X. They cannot grow Game Pass any more than they can. Like you're only going to get what twenty to thirty, maybe forty percent. Like you're never going to get more than that, right? Even place, yeah. even Sony need- has realized that, and they won't do that with with PlayStation Plus. That's yeah. absolutely why they won't do that ever with their games day and date, unless it becomes profitable to, to to do that, right? The number crunchers at some point will be like, yes, like we will make more money if we give our games with the PS Essentials or whatever the hell they call it. But like expanding Game Pass to like Switch eventually would be that workaround for the install base yeah but that's that's if that happens and there was so much smoke a couple years ago and we never heard about it oh i thought it was gonna happen i think it's just dead i think honestly it's they wanted too much information or too much control and well the other the other issue though is like let's look at it from the nintendo side of things yeah you get their game system you get their games on the console but is that an enticing thing for people to just start playing on the xbox rather than on your system is that what they fear? Like, you are you afraid of that? Well, you know, the, the thing is, I would argue, actually, and this is potentially a hot take, but the way we consume uh, video entertainment, i.e. like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Max, etc., like that, is completely different from video games, right? Because you could absolutely be like, whatever, I'm sick, or I got a day off, or whatever. I just want to binge a movie or a show or something like that, right? And you could do that in a weekend. How often does that really happen? You're like, oh, you know, like I'm just gonna pick up a random game today and from my get my Game Pass catalog. And you're like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do that, right? Like, yeah, you know, especially yeah. if it, you're looking at like a 30, 40, 50 hour, you know, open yeah, oh, yeah. world, whatever, stuff like that. So I just think people, you know, Game Pass, well, it works for some consumers. I'm not gonna argue it doesn't, but I'm just saying like the whole like Netflix yeah. model. There's only so much you can stretch that, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I just like for myself today, I don't currently have Game Pass at the moment, but I went and traded some stuff and got a Game Pass three months for Starfield because it's cheaper than buying the whole game. And I hope to be done with it. But it's still, you know, it's still forty five dollars. I mean, it's still it's up there. But um, but I have to finish the game now within three months, which is fine for me. Uh, But and that saves me money the way you look at it. But obviously it makes them tons. I don't know how this works in the model that they do this with. but Mm. It makes the money somehow with it. But um i know that the guy that i was was trying to sell me the game because it's gamestop he's trying to sell me to buy starfield instead i'm like no i'm not doing that i just 45 it's 45 dollars for three months of game pass where i can finish the game in a month and still have another two months to play whatever i want so 
Yeah, that's the value. I, that's the value. so. So hold on, let me let me finish my thought. That was only part oh, sorry, of I thought it was so, no, 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 no. It's yeah. good. It's good. Sorry. So the thing is, right from a, an objective span, uh, standpoint, then, right? Why would Sony or Nintendo be like, yeah, we'll let Game Pass on our system, so you can sell subscription service, right? Yeah. We'll take our thirty percent cut, maybe whatever. You know, it's probably thirty. It's probably 30. Uh, right. But now it's like. Uh, you get access, you know, the, the consumer gets access to all these Microsoft suite of games, right? Which is not like, you know, I'd, I'll say it's significant, right? Let's call it significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now it's like, well, shit. Now because people are playing these Game Pass games, you know, whatever it is, Starfield, Halo, Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft is a big one. The subscriptions, uh, yeah. Right? Now that's taking away time now where people are going to buy less other video games, whether it's Nintendo or Sony's first party stuff or even third party content. So while they might get some subscription money, is that worth them no. not making the sales on, on games? There's no, there's right. not a big incentive for it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense for them. It doesn't, and that's where I'm, I'm feeling. Microsoft has completely pivoted. I, I really do feel that they were very close with getting Game Pass on Switch, for example, mm. uh, especially mm. with the cloud gaming service, where it's like, oh, you could just stream games to your Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch, right? Because we see that with games as it is so far, like Capcom did it yeah. with Resident Evil, uh, for example. And some nerd at Nintendo probably did the numbers like, no, we will actually hurt ourselves in the long term by doing this mm. because we value what a game is worth. Because now it's just yeah. disposable content. Yeah, well, that's true. So, yeah. right. I mean, right. so, like, anecdotally, like, you know, like, uh, was it Wolong earlier this year? Oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it was a Game Pass game, I had no problem dropping it. I was like, yeah, like I've yeah. I've gotten all, everything I wanted out of this game, and I have no qualms it's with that. Some cost fallacy, exactly, know? exactly. But if I paid sixty dollars for that, right. I probably would have beat it. I probably would have committed gotcha. to beat that. I mean, that's to me, it's part of the appeal of Game Pass. No, no, no absolutely, <laughs> it, absolutely, it's the appeal. But like the thing is, like you know, if you know, because I was playing Wolong, I wasn't buying any other game and playing it, right? Got it. And that's fine for a Microsoft system, but like you know, I could see other consumers being like, well, I'm playing. X Microsoft Game Pass game, I don't need to buy, you know, whatever, Madden 22 or, you know, 24. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 24 something. Yeah. Forgot what year yeah. it is and stuff like that. But, you know, it's they're not going to make uh, as much money, you know, as the, you know, cut yeah. that they are on a $70 title now. Especially, especially when games are $70 a title now. Yeah. It'll yeah. be interesting to see what kind of bump they get from Starfield alone with just Game Pass. But, Yes, we. Uh, That's going to be it. That's every, it. Very temporary. Everybody in the sales industry is really looking at how, like Matt uh, Piscatello was posting. Uh, oh, I forgot to post the numbers there, uh, or did I? Uh, oh. We have we have July numbers, uh, so I oh, do need to pull that up. But uh, everybody's really interested in seeing what kind of Starfield bump there is for both Xbox as an ecosystem and Game Pass. So we will, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's it funny. Is, uh, yeah. It is funny. It, obviously, it's Reddit, so it might be total bullshit. But I did, did see someone literally say they sold their PlayStation to get an Xbox to play Starfield. That so, is sad. I feel bad for them. That I yeah, wouldn't well, do. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, so it's happened, so uh, I guess Phil was wrong. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Someone did it. But I, uh, so I'm, did. I'm on the opposite end where I'm like considering my PS, getting a PS5 with my Xbox. But oh, uh, I mean, I mean that you makes know more there's sense systems coming. Do. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, Game Pass Ultimate yeah. still works on my uh, on the PC, so I have my it does. on my Steam Deck. So, um, all right. 
uh let's see here uh, in, in in i guess i guess this is saturn news i don't know this is i mean charles martinet the original voice actor it's weird the, actually this, this is the voice the voice of mario for nintendo games since super mario 64 is is no longer going to voice mario going forward he's moving into a brand new role of mario ambassador uh, so he won't be recording character voices for our games, but he'll continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with you all. Sounds like he's ready to just retire, right? Is that, that's what it sounds like. That's what I think. I mean, he's almost yeah. seventy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's but, almost seventy. I don't know what a brand ambassador means. I do wonder. It's if, more like he's just retired. He can just talk about Mario when he's out. That's all. But like, hey guys, I, mean, I do Mario. We could do that either way. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to be working for Nintendo to do that. I mean, he's Watching he's things. sort of. So the thing is, he's sort of been doing that. If you follow him on social media, oftentimes when he travels, because he does a lot of traveling, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe he even lives in somewhere in Europe. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but that was my understanding. Mm. Uh, he travels a lot. And I mean, he loves engaging with the fans. He loves like imitating voices when people want him to, or like getting mm-hmm. little clips, TikTok videos or whatever of him doing a voice with somebody that, you know, has requested and stuff like that. So, so. The way I view that, this is a good mutual like thing. Otherwise, Nintendo would just be like, oh, you know, we're we'd like to thank Charles for his service over the past, yeah, yeah. thirty years or whatever like that. Uh, but we're moving on or something like that. Mm. This allows you know them to him to still do that stuff in some sort of official capacity, aka get paid, aka get sponsored. So you know he's not getting you know come at for lawyer reasons or whatever bullshit. Right. Uh, but. Uh, you know, thing I think he's just ready to retire. Um, mm-hmm. And just to make a, a quick aside, is like typically in Japanese um, video games, anime, etc., when a person is cast as a voice for a role, like that is almost guaranteed for life. Like the people that did the Dragon Ball voice back in 1980 something yeah. are still doing the voices of those characters in 2023, yeah. right? Like view it as a very major, significant thing. And only in very rare circumstances of like actual like heinous crimes committed have they ever actually revoked rules. Usually, the only recasting you get is um, people dying, basically. Right, dying or, or or this where you're like, I have, I I can't, I just don't, I you know, ready to retire, don't want to do the right. voice anymore. Right, you exactly. step back, honor honorable step back kind of thing. Yeah, right? you do an honorable step back, step, step, yeah. step, yeah. step yeah. down, yeah. and you pass the step torch. down. Yeah, yeah, pass the honestly, that's what we're looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly what I think he's doing. I mean, he's done the role for about 30 years, right? Since Mario 64, which is 96. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost. Uh, and then, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. good for him. He had a great yeah. career, and we oh, all definitely. know the voice. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just it still feels a little weird the way that. I mean, uh, there's supposedly going to be another video where they explain it more, and now we've heard yeah. that he's um he's not the one doing mm-hmm. Wonder. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I do wonder myself if it has to do with because there was more focus on you know Mario and his voice. If the whole this is not an Italian guy doing an Italian accent thing that came about when we started the Chris Pratt controversy, yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if that played into it at all. I, I hope not at this point, this no. long end, because. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know if so. the Italian American community. I can't speak for all of them. I am one of them. I don't know if we yeah. care though. But so. um, it. I just hope this was truly mutual and not some weird stuff yeah, going on. Sure so that's why you yeah. keep him on as a role. If it's not truly mutual, it's like you could say well, I mean, what Tony said he would do, and that's different. 
So I mean, <laughs> we'll know in the next couple of weeks because they're like upcoming, you know, video. There's always a September direct. Always, always, always without fail. It's usually going to be before Tokyo Game Show or the week of, right before the show starts and stuff like that. So okay. Dollars Donuts, they're going to have something uh, yeah. specifically about Wonder, like, you know, uh, and I'm sure it'll be a little bit about Charles talking about his voice mm-hmm. throughout the years and whatever. Yeah. Nice touching tribute to somebody that's given a voice, you know, for millions and millions of gamers and stuff like that. So That reminds me, actually, yeah. is that the same person making all those grunts and yes. stuff yep. for, I mean, in for, for Link? Yes. It's the same Japanese similar. voice actor for <laughs> since well, Ocarina of Time, I think. So say, almost, yeah, almost same the same thing. amount of time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's because I was listening. I'm like, is this still the yeah. same person? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing on the news, we've got Gamescom happening. <clears throat> Opening night was today because mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens mm-hmm. in, uh, I think it's in Germany, right? Germany. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, opening night happened. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, did you guys see the news with the latest just Jeff Keighley interruption during his opening so ceremony yeah i did so somebody I, stormed I the stage a yeah. headline i didn't see it but two people it was two people stormed the stage oh, two? Saying I they, didn't know that. it was there was a guy on the side too uh mm. two people stormed the stage one guy got on the camera saying they want gta 6 release date immediately like that's what they were demanding and it's just jeff keely was just like oh my god he's he got so angry it was just i was like oh my god dude i Thanks to what happened at the Game Awards, I'm like, I think this is going to be... They have to increase security. I can't believe they still haven't, based on this. Uh, but those guys just walked up freely. And it was it was a while before they actually took those two off the stage. To, uh, to, um, yeah. Yeah, so it was, mean, it was... Yeah. It's, it's awful. Honestly, okay. So like memes aside, because it's like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. It's funny, you know, whatever. But like, aside from Jeff Safety, whatever... But like anybody has a guest or you know whatever yeah, to speak or something like that, you always gotta worry like, is this person going to be crazy and fucking try to hurt or kill me? Like, because uh, unfortunately, we have to think about that kind of stuff these days. Like, you know, bullshit. So this is like increased security. You really need to stop. I mean, two things in a row. Like that's bad. Like absolutely bad. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't want to start getting the reputation with the people who you know, the important people who'd want to show up to these, that right. these events are unsafe. Exactly. So. Exactly. Right. I because mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, like the Elden Ring thing still blows my mind that like they yeah. accepted the fucking game of the year awards. You have <laughs> the fucking top brass from, from software. And they're all just like, who is this kid? And nobody uh-huh. can speak to it. Nobody can speak to it. Like, yeah. and imagine like he just told some kind of like, you know, what, racially jewish joke or whatever it was and then yeah whatever that was it but like imagine if he had like a knife or arm or anything else like that's why i just assaulted him i was just watching before this happened i like uh, on my like again we're talking about twitter on the movie cast uh and like on my feed comes up like a a stalker like approaching drew barrymore on a talk show yeah yeah so it happens Mm -hmm. everywhere and like that was that was serious uh where she was doing an interview with some renee somebody and you know, someone yells Drew Barrymore from the crowd and she's in the middle of our conversation. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm here. That's me. And then it kept going and it, the guy like walked up towards the stage and it got really serious really fast. And I'm just like, this is exactly what happened. And that was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this could just happen anytime. You get the wrong person doing this. Yeah, this could be really mm-hmm. dangerous. Oh, I mean, so, there's been tragedies with, you know, fans being obsessed and stuff like that mm-hmm. and causing issues. So, yeah. yeah. So, so obviously this is, these people are doing it luckily for memes, it seems like, but yeah. I'm also worried about like you know now people you know imitating us like going no, forward. Well, that's what the other problem is now. Things are going to be much stricter as well, and so like these you know no, few I people that are 
Right, right. They're going to ruin it for other people that are just want to be there to enjoy things and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't like. I don't know what is there's like a general audience for these events. But yeah. Maybe there won't be. Right, <laughs> and that's the thing. Well, just they, more checks going in. They just need to have fucking security guards post yeah. up front and like literally <laughs> just be like, if you fucking step forward over this line, you're gonna get your ass beat. Like, what's mm -hmm. wrong it's with like having when two people guys, jump on a field? Yeah, in those like guys, sports, those guys came out on the side of the stage. There were two walkways going up to the stage. Why can't you just have the two guys appointed to the front, like right there on the rows? I mean, like nobody's coming up at that point. Uh, but they came out from the sides, and I'm like, why are they not just sitting in the front rows, like not sitting but standing at the stage entrance on the front rows, both sides? That's it. Um, but I will see what they improve on. <clears throat> Anyways, so Gamescom is going on. Did you guys check out any of the video, the opening ceremony? I watched a little bit of it. I did. Honestly, I like... checked out what I wanted to watch. Alan Wake mm -hmm. looked looked great. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, mm -hmm. I gotta say, guys, mm -hmm. and this is the shot. I'm shock. mad at myself for getting into that again. I'm like, am I gonna play a full on survival horror <laughs> game now? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, for me, I'm not gonna play the game because uh, I just don't like that genre myself to play too. Much, I don't but, either. Uh, but I but I agree, it looks so good. Um, I will say the shocking game that has me excited, and this is such a bizarre world, Mike, that we're living in, that you're playing Street Fighter Six, and I'm excited for MK One. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? MK One yeah, looks awesome. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm probably. I mean, I'm essentially. I've lost my rhythm with street fighter by now i probably don't see myself going back to it for a while okay. or i mean it's got the so. assist mode that i've been looking for like since mvc and i'm like it, it looks awesome to have that assist mode you have like characters mm. that you've not seen in mortal Kombat in forever yeah. and, and uh, they're willing to make them like you know goofy they're like they're not really canonical to what's happening it's just yeah. like they're there for the fight there which, for I think assist, which is great uh and uh i don't know it, the 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 trailer that they showed i was i i'm i i'm actually gonna probably get this game it looks great it's funny you mentioned that because i was actually checking out the uh the tekken 8 trailer because there's a new one of that oh, yeah, yeah that was like and i was like wow this looks insane yeah. i had that vibe too <laughs> uh, like january 24th i think it comes out and uh it yeah I'm like Tekken 8 might be on the horizon for me as well. Like it looks great, and everybody's now doing a single player mode. Like everybody's yeah, doing single yeah, player they mode. Announced yeah. their yeah. own single yeah. player mode, and it's great because like you know, um, just so much custom and the customization too of like just not even just like your own creative character thing, but like yeah, but the character there are so many yeah. outfits for the characters and stuff like that. Whereas like you know, that's maybe one thing that you know Capcom does, and I get it, it's the monetization model, right? Where it's like you, we look that at the turtle, turtle shit was yeah, rough, right? The fifteen. <laughs> Is per turtle, like you know, it's, it's ten dollars for all of the turtles as yeah, characters well, for uh, Injustice yeah, Two. Yeah, but I mean, that just goes to show how much Nickelodeon, you know, wants to make that money back, right? After buying the yeah. turtles. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and Tekken was like, you know what? Yeah. Like I, I I'm moderately interested in in Tekken now. We are on, and like I'm not trying to say that the fighting genre was dead or anything, but we are on like we are on like the press or of, like, yeah. an outbreak. Um, because mm -hmm. Tekken 8 is, is awesome. Tekken 7, I heard, was great. Yeah. Um, MK1, if that hits... I mean, do we get do we get Virtual Fighter, Corey? What do you think? Probably not, but I mean... That's, I'd love it. Let's do it. Eventually. I think they're... When they did the, the 5 like remaster or mm -hmm. whatever, that was all to gauge if you know they were going to bring it back. And I think they pretty much said, yeah, I think so, so... I would be. Not not, the, I don't know how soon. Game. Sega seems to just want to do their like specific games these days. Yeah, so. I know. I know. And they like well, the Yakuza stuff. Of it, though. That, but, yeah, but no, um, I mean, those are those people. Those are the same people. I don't know. I'm mean, just like MK1 could be fantastic. Tekken 8 looks fantastic, and well, the way I mean, Seven was received, game, 
Yeah. Games are feasting right now. So I mean, yeah. the thing is, like, uh, I, I really encourage you guys just to even watch like clips of the last day of Evo. Like, yeah, but the, I have but, never seen that many. Like, like that. I put that on par with like when when Corey and I went to Overwatch League at New York yeah. City. Like, I was but, like, I cannot believe there's this many people watching a fucking professional video game thing right now. Like, I can I cannot believe that. Like, do you remember? I maybe there's maybe I'm wrong in this in my opinion, but back in '90s. Uh, it was you. If you were a gamer, you had a fighting game you were playing. Like even if you yeah. didn't play fighting games, you had a game that you yeah. played. And we're we're moving towards that now with Street mm-hmm. Fighter Six. That covers people. You got Smash Brothers still. That covers people that don't play fighting games that play games. You got Tekken Eight, which has yeah. the interest from everybody. Mortal Kombat. I mean, you're you're going to get to the point of like in the '90s when fighting games were so huge. There were mm-hmm. there were so many. Yeah. But you like, and they were all accepted. Darkstalkers, uh, MVC yeah. games, uh, you know, Street Fighter Alpha games. I mean, there was like so yeah. many games. Well, no, absolutely. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. like, is the thing is like now, like these genres are just like this genre specifically is just so big again that we can have all these franchises feasting, right? They're not yeah. fighting over yeah. the There's same enough. small pie. Yeah. The pie yeah. is big enough where all these games are popular enough that they could succeed on their own. And I think with the different accessibility options these days and control options, it's yeah. way easier to transition. And this is my opinion, you know, you can transition way easier from these games, like, you know, Mike with, yeah. with Street Fighter uh, to Mortal Kombat to, to Tekken and stuff like that, because yeah. they know that is a barrier to entry, right? Like I would say like, that's one of the strengths of the Capcom fighting games where like they knew once they got you in, like <laughs> Once you learned how to do a fireball or a dragon punch, like you were set for any Capcom fighting game for since '92, right? Like it's like everybody knows, like, hey, dragon punch move. It's like, oh, I got it, right? You know, and stuff like that. Nope. So you know, it's great, and I, I want to see. I am so excited for Evo next year because we got Street Fighter Six. You know, that will be the second year, but then first year nope. for Mortal Kombat One, uh, first year for Tekken Eight. Uh, I mean, it's just going to be amazing, awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, let's see what else they, they announced um, at Gamescom Sonic Frontiers the Final Horizon update coming this year free update that looks cool free yeah. update for the game for some Sonic Horizon games uh, they also had um, what else did they show uh, Quantic Dream opening night they had Quantic Dreams game the big thing for me was uh, I guess the Cyberpunk was there 2.0 it's coming mm-hmm. to the that base looks game. so good <laughs> it's coming to the base game you don't even have to own Phantom Liberty and you're going to get these improvements just so you know mm-hmm. That's why I, 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 honestly, I honestly don't even know I, I where where to start with if I play that again at this point. <laughs> How much <laughs> do I want to go back? It, it's still uh, here. It's still here for eight dollars on my shelf. It's I still I you know I traded some games in today, but I did not trade this in. It's still sitting here, and I'm like, I'm gonna play it. So it's gonna happen. But um, yeah. So overall, <laughs> this fall is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, uh, it, I thought it was a great kickoff show. I watched most of it actually that I could uh exciting mm. stuff i mean there were some games i'm just like i have no interest in this game but yeah uh it's mm. it's gonna be like that so um so i don't know i think i covered most of the stuff we need to talk about i think we're good yeah. well, i could do so the, oh, the numbers okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead quick. read them off uh let's see so july 2023 was topped by remnant 2 the best-selling video game oh. um which i was crazy because very tempted to get it my uh my Board game group guys are all playing that right now, so I was like, "Oh, yeah, everybody's gearbox, right?" So I mean, yeah. yeah. So people are super excited, super happy. I I hear you know good things about it online uh, about Mm -hmm. people just being saying it's a a a very good improved sequel across the board, uh, which is always good to to see. And Remnant was okay, Um, so Remnant Two seems to just build on that and make it ten times better. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Very interesting. All for it, yeah. Uh, Instantly became the 18th best-selling game of 2023 year-to-date. Uh, two other new releases appeared among the month's top 20 bestsellers, including Pikmin 4 at number 6 uh, and mm-hmm. Exoprimal at number 16. Good for Exoprimal because I had yeah. no faith nope. in that game. No, that absolutely. Game. That's a Game Pass game, too. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Matt Piscatella saying, many classic Call of Duty titles experienced a resurgence in July as multiplayer service functionality was restored on Xbox platforms mm. aligned with a price promotion. Uh, right. Black Ops 2 Ooh. returned to the top 20 bestsellers for the first time since April of 2017. So Legacy wow, Call of Duty going strong. Uh, so yeah. Let's see. The uh, month, uh, we have Remnant 2 at number 1, Diablo 4 at number 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 at number 3, Hogwarts Legacy, holding on strong at number four. Yeah. FF16 still there at number five. Pikmin 4 at six. Tears of the Kingdom at seven. Street Fighter 6 at eight. Elden Ring still holding on at number nine. And MLB. So got that DLC. Yep. Yeah. MLB The Show 23 at number 10. Uh, okay. Looking at the bottom, uh, Miles Morales and Spider Man at 17 and 18, respectively. People, so people, people are, are gearing here. up for the sequel. Yeah, people are yeah. gearing up for the sequel. Yeah. Oh, God, I got to play yeah. Miles Morales before. You do. It's sure. You could do that but, uh, in like two days, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just going to subscribe to the. He's on the PS Essentials or whatever that mid tier oh, is. There? I'm just going to subscribe to that. From well, you have, um, you have the PlayStation now, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I can just lend it to you. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, year to date, any big changes? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy still number one. Zelda at number two. Uh, number three is Diablo 4. Call of Duty number. Double four is number three. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is number four. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor at number five. Resident Evil 4 at number six. MLB The Show at seven. Dead Island 2 at eight. FF16 at nine. And Street Fighter 6 at ten. Uh, so again, just awesome across the board. All those great games. I mean, 2023, no matter what happens, this has been a great year. Fantastic year for the I was thinking about that today. Absolutely. Like, I know every other year we would talk about like, oh, you know, kind of no. slow. Mm-hmm. You know, like Not this year. Game of the Game Year is so is, so tough. It's going to be seen this year. If Starfield, if Starfield hits, and then you have <laughs> Spider-Man Two, how do you pick a Game of the Year right now? Yeah, like no, it's between, be very between hard. Zelda, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So, uh, Survivor, Jedi Survivor was a fantastic game. I almost forgot about that one. Yeah, it's. It, yeah, it I mean, no, one's, no one's no one's going to choose that or or well, Spider-Man. It deserves to be mentioned because it was that. I good. know. Yeah, yeah, they could be runners up, I suppose, but. So. Uh, it's funny because Spider-Man, like if you told asked me a couple of years ago, like what would I be looking for the or to the most this year, I would might have said Spider-Man. And at this point, I'm like, yeah, that'll yeah. be all right. I uh, like there's like two <laughs> or three other games a, now. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I like that are more on my radar. So cool. All right, that's gonna wrap up the Gamecast episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again. Tuesday nights. 8 o'clock is the Twitch stream. YouTube the following day. Subscribe to both channels to get notified when we go live or when we post. Uh, our audio stuff's on Spotify and iTunes as well, so please tune into that when you uh, listen, guys. We appreciate everything. We'll see you guys next week.